Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. All right, today we're doing something a little different and a little special. I feel like we say that every single time. Well, we have been doing a lot of special episodes. We have. Yeah, we have. But this is kind of different for us. This is extra special. This is extra special. <laughs> so today we decided to say, hey, why don't we spotlight an author? Yeah, that's really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where I was going with that one. You know, because usually we, we credit a lot of the narrators mm -hmm. lately. And mm -hmm. I think it's good to kind of step back and say, let's, let's spotlight the author. Yeah. And introduce you to an author that we just found or mm -hmm. that we've listened to or read yeah. for a while now. And say, hey, you might like this author, too. Yeah. And I like this episode because I think I read this author. Yeah. And you have not. So it's kind of me trying to sell you on this author. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited, too. So today we're going to spotlight Becky Albertalli. Mm. She sounds Italian. What books did she do? So she has written Simon vs. the Homo Sapiens Agenda, mm -hmm. which is one of my all-time favorite books. That was one of your thankful books. Yes. Two years ago now. Exactly. She also wrote Leah on the Offbeat, which mm. is a kind of like a sequel to Simon, but it's not. I don't really think they're sequels. I just think they're uh, continuations of the characters throughout the oh, book. Oh, okay. So it's like same world, yes. same universe. And they call it the Simonverse. Oh. The editors and, and Becky calls it the Simonverse. That's cute. Yeah. But the series is like Creekwood, the Creekwood series, because they all attend the Creekwood High School. Right. So Leah on the offbeat is like her second one that she just came out with after Simon. And then she did come out with the third book before Leah and then after Simon. And it wasn't directly related to the Simon verse. However, Simon has a cameo. Ooh. So they really are connected. They're very similar. Very yeah. Very similar and connected in all ways. And that one was called The Upside of Unrequited. Ooh. So I love this author because number one, she is she has a background in child psychology. So oh, yes, she's yeah. she's trained as a child psychologist. So she has a lot of input about mental health, but also like how normal teenagers nowadays really talk and how they act. Mm -hmm. And it isn't like listening to her, the audiobooks that we, that I've listened to, there isn't really just this juvenile storytelling. Yeah. There's not like kids do not say that. Why are they doing this? Yeah. I love John Green books. However, the kids in the John Green books don't talk like kids. Right. They seem like they talk like college professors. Yes. And I love a John Green book, don't get me wrong, but there's a difference between knowing what a kid really sounds like mm -hmm. and wishing for a kid to sound like this. Yeah. Because you want to be you want the kid to be smart. Yeah. When kids are naturally just smart because in their teen years, they're developing their identity. They're yeah. developing this idea of who they are. Yeah. So I really like Becky's perspective on teens. I feel like the topics that she writes about are really important as well. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the things that we talked about in the episode of banned books are something that kind of go hand in hand with what you were just talking about mm -hmm. with her voices for teenagers are very like closely related to yeah. how teenagers actually speak. Um, and I think that's important because the topics she's handling are very 
big topics nowadays. Yes. And if she's handling them in a way that a teenager's friend would talk about it, yep. then somebody going through the same sort of story as like Simon. I mean, I don't know what the um, Lee on the Beat is about. Yeah. So let me just kind of like give a one, two sentence synopsis of each one. Okay. So Simon versus the Homo sapiens agenda. That's about a boy who gets outed in front of his whole entire school from someone basically extorting him. Mm -hmm. And he has to deal with that outing. Mm -hmm. uh, Leah on the offbeat. I have not read this one yet. It's on my TBR for like soon. Yeah. But it's basically it's Simon's best friend, Leah, who in Simon's book had a crush on Simon, but didn't know he was gay and blah, 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 blah. Right. So she has her own story. And I love I'm, I just want to read kind of the idea. Basically, it's about this overweight girl who says, I don't need to be skinny. I like the way I look. I don't know why everyone has a problem with it. Mm -hmm. And I love the cover because she's sitting there drinking like a slurpee or like a 7-eleven big gulp <laughs> and she's you know she's a heavy girl which is beautiful yeah and that's what i like about becky's writing is she also touches on kind of the big girl story in the upside of unrequited uh -huh. because molly the main character in that she's a big girl trying to find love right so i think leah and molly share that common commonality and i love that becky doesn't she doesn't kind of lose herself in those stories and the characters aren't defined by he's gay she's overweight yeah she has a she has two moms yeah so because in the upside of unrequited she has lesbian moms mm. so i just there's nothing those big factors that play in someone's identity they don't define who they are yeah i really like that about her, becky's writing yeah i like that too. I mean, I haven't had a chance to listen or like read any of her work, but from what you've described, it sounds like their personalities are rightfully so mm -hmm. secondary. Yeah. To like the actual struggles that they go through with just normal everyday stuff. I mean, the thing with Simon being out in front of the whole school, that's not normal everyday stuff. That's yeah. actually damaging mm -hmm. things. But like just being gay it shouldn't be that shouldn't be a a plot yeah. twist in a story anymore exactly. and i like that becky doesn't make that the plot twist yeah and the plot twist is how do we how does he keep his friends now yeah because his friends are going to treat him differently and yeah. he treats his friends differently and he does a lot of shady things to not let his identity get out there right and the whole conflict of the story is not that he's gay but it's because he has these friends now he has to kind of manage them uh -huh. and same thing with upside of unrequited was she just wanted to have her first kiss mm -hmm. 17 year old girl overweight has she never gave herself up to someone to be like their girlfriend even mm -hmm. though she's had plenty of opportunities mm -hmm. but she was always guarded and it was the conflict was the fact that she was more guarded not so much that she was overweight right and then with, you know, I, again, I don't know Leah, but same kind of situation with them. There's something going to be bigger than her over her being overweight or yeah. I think she might be bisexual in that book, but I don't really know because I haven't read the book. But there's another underlining story that's more meaningful. Yeah. Um, Becky also co-wrote a book with the author Adam Silvera, who wrote 
they both die at the end? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's called What If It's Us? And it's about a gay couple. And it's also, they're diverse. And mm-hmm. I have not read that one. It's on my TBR. But again, that diversity is brought to the YA contemporary mm-hmm. contemporary world mm-hmm. without being shoved in, in your face saying, this is a diverse book. Love me for being that. Yes. It's natural. Like yeah. it should be. Yeah. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> So that is the author spotlight. I hope that Becky hears this. <laughs> yeah, hopefully she's not too busy. Not too big for our britches. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, I'm really interested in listening to Becky's books. Um, they sound really, really great. And something that I think a lot of people should be listening to. I mean, it is young adult. So, but it doesn't feel young adult. Yeah. Like to me, it doesn't sound like it's young adult just hearing it from how you describe it Mm -hmm. it feels like it's dealing with very adult topics yeah just with a younger Mm -hmm. body it's kind of like i don't know as an adult listening to these young adult books Mm -hmm. it's kind of like man where was this when i was younger yeah how do you think it would have affected you Hmm. i definitely would have been able to with diverse characters be more open Uh uh-huh and say, you know what? It's not a big problem that these two, you know, Hispanic boys are together. And I would have been able to be more comfortable with giving feedback to other people that were not so open about it, who right. I was close with. Yeah. I would be able to stand up and say, like, you know what? That's not right what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have just hidden and said, yeah, that's, yeah, uh huh, agreeing with yeah. them. To not be disliked. Yes. So I think that hearing these stories of these young people in these books makes me feel like these these are lessons I should have learned mm-hmm. or even spoke up about when I was younger. Yeah. Like these are lessons that we should have been taught by, um, I know teachers do a lot as it is. <laughs> yeah. But it should have been, they should have assigned books like this. Yes. To us to read. Because I don't think that we would have naturally picked these up when we were teenagers. Exactly. And I think they have important messages that we do need to let young people know about. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Like, you know, nowadays it's nobody wants to speak up because they don't want to be the one person that is like ostracized. But pretty much if you have that one D bag in a group who's being completely disgusting there's a whole lot of other people that are thinking the same exact thing that you are and all they want to do is speak up, but they, they don't feel strongly enough. Exactly. And these words from authors like Becky yeah. can make those kids strong enough. Yeah. Mm. Mm, deep. Becky, I don't even know you, but I like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how do you feel about our first author spotlight? I'm really excited for these. I feel like we can do a lot of these with narrators. Yes. And um, just a lot of different people. Uh Authors, narrators, and whatever else. Ghostwriters. Ghostwriters? I would love to know a ghostwriter. Me too. But I think that's their point. Is that that they're they're unknown and invisible. Yeah, they're invisible. <laughs> well, if you're a ghostwriter, reach out to Audio Shelf and you can go to our website. We have a contact button. Yeah. So you won't have to be seen. Yeah. 
And now we have that spam filter set up, so now we're not going to get a bunch of spam. What was up with that? It was I like, do, it was get like, this mm. juicy girl for free. I'm like, what in the world? It was the most advanced spam I had ever seen in my life because they like, were coming from different emails. Yes. So like our spam blocker couldn't pick it up because each person was was a new email, but it they were coming in in like 0.1 second apart. Yes. And we would get like five of them. Like three times a day. Yes. It was ridiculous. It was nuts. But yeah. They Sean, talked about it a lot about nuts. They In those emails. That was a lot of nuts. A lot of nuts. Make them big. <sighs> Which, why would you want bigger nuts? I don't know. I don't like big nuts. I, only squirrels like big nuts. Yes. Anyway. So if you want to stay up to date with audio shelves, feel free to... Climb on over to those social media accounts mm -hmm. and check out us on Facebook at Audio Shelf. You can check us out on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me. And you can follow us on Instagram at Audio Shelf underscore podcast. And we're also on BookTube. Woo -woo -woo. So please go to the YouTube and type in Audio Shelf and scroll down a little bit because there are some videos about <laughs> Men building shelves. Putting audio shelves together. <laughs> but you'll find us. Yes. We're there. Yeah. And you'll see you'll see our logo. Yes. The headphones. Uh-huh. Yes. And make sure to subscribe to that. Yes. And please subscribe to us on all the places you can listen to your podcasts. We are on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, basically everywhere. Just type in audio shelf podcast and you will find us very easily. And please, if you want to support our show, help us grow in 2019 and just get better and better and better, um, you can join our Patreon. And uh, you can find us by Googling Audio Shelf Patreon or you can click on in our Twitter description or it's on our website as well. You can donate a dollar and every little bit helps us. But even you listening to our episode right now and not clicking out of it, don't click out yet helps us and we want to send a huge giant hello and shout out to spectrum audiobooks hey spectrum audiobooks we are very excited to be working more with spectrum audiobooks in the new year so we can't wait to listen to all of the greatness that they will be bringing to us and you can check out spectrum audiobooks on twitter at spectrum a books mm. until next time bye, bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.